Welcome to the Leaders Team Podcast, made for school leaders by school leaders. Welcome to the Leaders Podcast, the podcast for school leaders by school leaders. I'm Katie, the subject leadership lead here at Twinkle. And I'm Daisy, the senior leaders team lead here at Twinkle. In this second episode of our sustainability series, we'll be speaking to, again to Kat Oaks, Twinkle sustainability lead. Today, we're going to be speaking about action area one of the DFB sustainability strategy, which covers climate education and what this means for leaders. Kat, thanks for joining us again. Hi, hello again. Really great to have you here today, Kat. Um, I wanted to start off with why do leaders need to be aware of sustainability? So there's eight key points of, of why leaders need to be aware of sustainability and, and how they can do that, really. So number one would to be um, compliant with the DOE's sustainability and climate change strategy. So having a scan read of that and, and seeing what they need to implement would be really useful or use our um, CPD document, which actually provides a summary of the strategy itself. Number two is to have a holistic curriculum integration. So make sure it's not standalone. And this would be from EYFS all the way to year six in the primary sector, but also to be built upon in secondary and in higher education. With number three, that covers the educational excellence and green skills development. So it's emphasizing that sustainability and climate change content in, in what, what subjects you teach on, on the core level. So thinking about how sustainability can be integrated into the core subjects of English, maths and science and what skills could be practiced perhaps, but also to be able to celebrate the solutions on a climate change um, focus as well. When we look at number four, that's covering the climate resilience and adaptation. So have a resilience focused approach quite a lot of um, climate change information and and sort of news we see is quite doom and gloom. We need to be able to have that resilience, have that solution-based focus so that we're not promoting that eco-anxiety in young people. So celebrate the um, invention, celebrate the adaptation and the mit mitigation um, strategies that are being practiced all across the world. Number five is the net zero emission commitment. So that actually looks at reducing direct and indirect emissions from your school education site. There are a number of carbon calculator tools which will be um, coming out in the next few months to help you calculate the carbon footprint of your school and see what solutions or improvements you can put in place. So number six would be um, nature inter integration and biodiversity enhancement. So think about your in increase in your nature access at your school site, see how that can be improved and um, think about ways that um, nature education can be um, increased in your curriculum at your setting. And then linked to nature access would be number seven. So that's having that community engagement and collaboration. So see how you can build links to the local community and local groups around you. And finally, um, international leadership and inspiration. So the best way to do this would be to share best practice of the tips and tricks your school has achieved and share that positive climate action because then other schools and other leaders can learn, learn from, from your site. So in summary, 
I guess sustainability awareness is essential for all school leaders, but we need to align to the government policies which are in place and have that education excellence to be able to adapt to climate change for creating a more sustainable and resilient future, both for our students, but also for the broader community that we're connecting and reaching out to. Thanks for that, Kat. That really summarises the key action points. So trying to think from a subject lead and a senior leadership perspective, with all these different action areas, where do they fit within the national curriculum and what do leaders really need to be considering about their curriculum offer within their own setting? Yes, so that's a really key question, really, because I think when new strategies are announced from, from the DEV, there's always that concern of, of how do I fit this in or how do I integrate it into my school setting and, and curriculum approach. So what I would suggest for sustainability and climate change would be to have that cross-curricular approach to the integration of this content. So think how it can be integrated across various subjects, including science, geography, your PSHE lessons and design technology all the way through to art and music. So see where those links can be made. Um, also, the curriculum does encourage educators to embed nature and sustainability into everyday teaching already. So it's just ensuring that, that we have that comprehensive and interconnected approach, really. So obviously we know school settings, school grounds, they're all very different and people's access to, to greenery and open spaces can vary from school to school. How would you suggest leaders can encourage more learning in the natural environment, Kat? Yeah, absolutely. So once you've got that cross-curricular approach set up um, with the teaching element within, within lessons, you can look at um, other aspects of how learning in the natural environment can be improved. So that could cover areas where children can participate in eco clubs or even adaptation projects of um, introducing a school garden to their site or activities such as recycling to foster that understanding of sustainability in a practical concept. That all also allows children to be able to take home that information and practice those perhaps recycling activities or adaptation techniques at home which can then spread out to further to the local community. It's also um, really key mentioning that the National Education Nature Park which was launched in October actually now has practical experiences from those initiatives. So there's numerous opportunities for students to engage with sustainability and turn their learning into positive climate action by checking out the Nature Park online, you can actually take part in some of these biodiversity practical experiences and map your school of how it's making those improvements to your school site. Some really interesting points today, Kat. And I'm wondering, what does our new sustainability and climate change hub offer around Action Area 1 climate education? So our hub is... Um, designed to facilitate the five action areas of the strategy and as you've just mentioned there action area one is climate education so when you click onto action area one of our hub you will find um, lots of different twinkle products and ranges to support with your delivery of sustainability and climate change content so you'll find there our eco adventurers scheme of work from eyfs to year six 
you'll find the new stepping into science scheme, which actually has new sustainability blocks within that, which link to the working scientifically skills. We have our sustainability um, CPD, which is a developing set of resources to be able to help leaders, teachers, school staff to continue with implementing sustainable strategies and also learn and, and develop their own knowledge further. And then we actually have a bank of further supporting sustainability resources linked to sustainability events of the year, such as World War Today or Recycle Week and so on. Thanks so much for coming to chat to us again this week, Kat. Um, looking forward to the next episode in our sustainability series, where we're going to be talking with Kat again about green skills and careers. Thanks for listening to the Leaders Podcast. Join us again for more SLT and subject leadership conversations and follow Twinkle SLT and Twinkle Subject Leads on our socials.